Can I trust you? No. The Wedding Guest is up next on Rediscovered Movies. Hello, my name is Namfanella Malloy. I am your host of Rediscovered Movies, where overlooked movies, whether mainstream, independent, or somewhere in between, are discussed to be rediscovered for your viewing pleasure. that I will be discussing is The Wedding Guest. The Wedding Guest is a 2018 drama slash thriller that's written and directed by Michael Winterbottom, who is known for doing the trip films that feature Steve Coogan. The film stars Dev Patel, Radhika Apti, and Jim Sarv. I apologize for the mispronunciations. Here is the synopsis. Jay, played by Dev Patel, is a man with a secret who travels from Britain to Pakistan to attend a wedding. Armed with duct tape, a shotgun, and a plan to kidnap the bride-to-be. Despite his cold efficiency, the plot quickly spirals out of control, sending Jay and his hostage on the run across the border and through the railway stations, back alleys, and black markets of New Delhi. As all the wild attractions simmer, loyalties shift, and explosive secrets bubble to the surface. This movie was released in theaters back in March 2019 with a limited release. It made 18,266 during opening weekend domestic, with a total of 386,166 during its theatrical run. In terms of reception, this movie received 44% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes. Here's the critics' consensus. The Wedding Guest makes a compelling argument for Dev Patel as an actor worthy of diverse leading roles, even if the movie's less than the sum of its action thriller parts. Audience gave the film 35%, so it is evident that critics and the audience, they were not receptive of this movie. But even though I could see those points, there are elements of the movie that is enjoyable. All right, first discoveries. With this category, I essentially talk about how I first learned about this movie, my initial reactions, and has those opinions changed since watching it for the first time. I first discovered this movie when it premiered at the Toronto Film Festival back in 2018. I didn't attend there in person, but with the videos they were posting on their YouTube page, I saw it was like a preview. I believe it was the pool scene with um, Jay and Samira. And with that footage, I thought, oh, it looks kind of like intense. But it's evident that those characters have chemistry. And once I watched like the Q&A videos from their premiere, like it made me kind of like interested in watching this movie. So I ended up watching the film. It was back in 2020 during the height of the pandemic. It was streaming on Crave, which is a Canadian streaming service that pretty much hosts a lot of HBO Max content and others so anyway so when i watched when i streamed the movie 
I thought, oh, this is a decent thriller. It has stakes. And it's really a different role for Dev Patel. Because prior to that movie, like I've seen him in roles such in Slumdog Millionaire, Chappie, where we see like, yes, he has the chops, but feels as though like he's not like matured. But with this role, like he is certainly matured. He has like that grizzled look and like here, like he is very like mysterious, but at the same time, you're kind of like intrigued to learn more about him. And since I guess I first saw the movie, my opinions hasn't changed because I still quite enjoy it, but there are some moments I felt did not make sense, which I'll explain in the highs and lows category. Highlights and lowlights. Let's start with the highlights. Apparently, like, with this movie, it's in the director's wheelhouse because he is known for doing lots of road films, or you could say road trip movies, where you have characters, they enter various places, and yeah, like, in a way, like, it kind of serves, like, as, like, a travel guide, I guess, to Pakistan, you know, showing, like, you know, various places of the city to, like, rural areas. And with, like, the use of, like, the wide angles, it just kind of makes you more intrigued to learn more about the culture and so forth. Dev Patel, with his performance, solid. This really was the movie that kind of convinced me that he is a man because with these previous movies like with some dog Chappie, of course he's good in that but I felt like he wasn't I guess mature like you felt like oh he's a boy but here he's very like manly because he has like grizzled look so in a way he's kind of like a sex symbol because I loved how like with his performance like it's very like mysterious like for the character but at the same time it kind of makes you intrigued and you kind of want to follow like what does the character do next I also liked the use of the unclear motivations. Because really, um, I guess on the surface, like you kind of know what the characters want. Because with, with Jay, of course, he's hired to kidnap Samira. But I guess with Samira, on the other hand, we know that she doesn't want to get married. She wants to be with Depeche but I think really if we dig deep like with those motivations that we think are kind of clear really flip once the film progresses the opening sequence that follows Jay like when he goes to the airport 
to the wedding was intriguing because at first you think, oh, this is a guy, you know, trying to, you know, travel like a normal person to the to Pakistan. But once we see him buy like the duct tape, the handguns, we kind of like get a sense, oh, there's, there's something up with his character. Clearly like something bad is going to happen. So in a way, like it kind of like makes you think, oh, he's kind of like the villain or anti-hero. I mean, in a way, like, yeah, he is the anti, like, hero, but really, like, I believe with the director's goal is to have all the characters, I would say mainly with James Samir, have shades of gray, not, not be defined, not be black and white. So as a thriller, I guess those aspects really work for those beats. The kidnapping scene left me on the edge of my seat because prior to that, like he interacts with all the guests and then once everyone goes to sleep, we see him like, you know, head to where she's sleeping, like he has the ski mask, you know, orders her to, to come with him. But then once he is stopped by, I guess, the security guard, that's when things kind of take a left turn. He shoots the guy and then they manage to escape on the car. And the ending, actually, I just want to get to another scene before that. So after Jay and Samir after they met Depeche, I mean, Depeche, he dies. And there, there's a brief exchange where Samira, she's in the car, she witnesses this. She gets on the phone and then she seems to trust Jay at this point. And then from the trailer, like she asks, oh, can I trust you? And then he says, no. So really clearly this movie has like trust issues. So that really, I guess, like the ambiguity works. And another notable scene that I enjoyed was the ending. So at this point of the movie, Jay and Samira, they fall, they seem to have feelings for each other. They end up going to this resort where you could only rent it for like minimum three months or so. And we feel like the audience feels like, oh, like this is going to be like the two characters sort of like paradise where no one knows where they are and they could enjoy each other's company for, for so long. But really, Samira... She is kind of shifty because as they are traveling to the resort, we kind of see her not like trusting Jay fully, like 
we kind of get a sense of, oh, she already has a plan. So it seems like, you know, her intentions were to seduce Jay to believe, you know, they're in love. And then once, you know, he's sleeping, she steals a portion of the money and leaves in the middle of the night. And when Jay wakes up the next morning, like, he clearly he's heartbroken. Like, he calls out her name. Obviously, she's not there. And then it kind of intercuts with her on the, on the motorbike. And that's pretty much the end of the movie. So, yeah, really, this movie has trust issues. And really, like, it shows that there is more to everyone's character than what they appear to be. As I mentioned earlier, parts of this movie do not make sense. I want to start with Jay. It is admirable that with Dev Patel, he could use his normal accent. He is uh, British. But in the context of this movie, I felt like it didn't make sense, at least for the beginning. Because, like, we see him interacting with the guest earlier, and clearly he does not speak the language. I, I felt like, you know, he could have been more covert, like he could have put up an accent at first at the beginning, just to um, not stand out amongst the guests but yeah I felt like that was a strange choice and I just wonder like what does his character do obviously he could handle himself in tough situations and he's able to find the various resources that he needs he has connections in order to move along with his journey with Samira. Is he a mercenary? Is he a spy or agent? Because clearly like he kind of has those skill set, but he is not, I would say like an expert or a professional because he is able to allow a person to manipulate him, which is heartbreaking at the end but at the same time what did he expect if any of you have any thoughts on like what does what is jay's profession please like hit up the pod on social media at rd movies pod unless it was briefly mentioned at some point in the movie it was not clear also too the kidnapping as I said, it's an engaging scene, but at the same time, it just left me wonder, like, why? Because we know that, you know, Samir seems to not be happy in terms of getting married. Maybe, like, it's an arranged marriage, or maybe it was one of those situations where the groom seemed perfect, I guess, on paper, 
but as they get to know each other, maybe, like, he's abusive. I just wanted more clarity on that. And also, too, there could have been other ways to get out of that situation without resorting to kidnapping. But I guess if that didn't happen, then there would have been no movie. Let's go to Depeche. You know from minute one that this character is shady or shifty. <laughs> because he was supposed to meet Jane Samira at the hotel, but for whatever reason, he, he kind of backs out of it because since Jay, he shot the security guard, which apparently wasn't supposed to happen, it made news and I guess the police are trying to look for Samira. That's why we see Depeche, you know, trying to back out of that situation so that he doesn't get discovered in terms of his role in the kidnapping. And it guess it wasn't a surprise that he gets killed by Jay at the end because it seems like he was willing to sell them out because he even says to Jay at one point, oh, she's a snake, don't trust her, which Jay doesn't fully believe until the ending. Not surprised with Depeche's fate and I guess like there could have been more qualities to him to be a bit more likable since he's supposed to be like the love interest that sweeps Samira, I guess, off her feet in order to, for her to escape her marriage to be with him. And as Jay and Samira are on the run, they, there is this whole jewelry plot that gets introduced because they are low on money and Samira suggests, oh, like, we could just steal Depeche's uh, family jewels, which are fake, I guess. And so I guess they steal that off him once he dies to, in order to, I guess, pawn it and earn money to s survive under feet. I felt like it kind of took a detour at that point because I would rather just focus on Jay, Samira, and Depeche like, in this situation. And then once, you know, it goes haywire, like, I'd rather see them, like, on the run. Because I felt like, you know, Jay, like, like, he has resources and stuff. Like, why does he have to resort to, you know, stealing jewelry to get money? Because I feel like, you know, if he's a mercenary, an agent of some sort, he would know, like, where to go to get those stuff. Because risking, you know, stealing jewelry to pawn it, I mean, it'll get, create more attention <laughs> than really what happens in this movie. I'm just surprised how that went down, but hey, I guess it happens. Now, with this segment of the podcast, I talk about trivia, essentially fun facts about the film. But there wasn't really much that I could find 
But what is noted is that this is Dev Patel's first producer credit because he previously directed a short film called Home Shopper and he was the executive producer for Hotel Mumbai, which he also starred in. So clearly, like, at this point of Dev Patel's career, he is more interested in doing like more behind the scenes type of roles because I found that he's going to be directing I believe is his first feature film called Monkey Man which is expected to be released in 2022 and it's apparently an action thriller because he's also producing it he co-wrote it and he is the star of the film so if that does well kudos to Dev Patel why should this movie be rediscovered? For one, I loved lack of ambiguity because I liked how we don't know what are the characters' motivations, but once those twists hit, it really like hits you. And I loved how with the characters, they're more shades of gray than black and white at least for Jane Samira. Depeche, not so much. Loved the exotic locations. It made me kind of feel like I want to go there, want to experience the culture, the food, the people. Clearly, this was in the director's wheelhouse. And Dev Patel, with his performance, it was very mature, compared to his previous films that I have seen at that point and want to see him explore those type of roles further, which he does in The Green Knight, which I hope to cover on the podcast at some point. It's a good movie. I do recommend you see that one. And with Monkey Man, hopefully that pans out for him. And before I wrap up, just to say, this movie is available to stream on Netflix and is available on video on demand, so check your local listings. That is a wrap on this episode of the podcast. You can submit questions, comments, and suggestions by email, which is rediscoveredmovies at gmail.com. Those will be read along with a recap of the season, which will air after the season finale. You can also follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at rdmoviespod for updates. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.